as much as we can work over Zoom, we're lacking love and connection because we're not seeing people in person and we're not getting like the camaraderie that we'd normally get in the office. And people, especially that maybe live on their own and are forced to remote work, are going to be really struggling with this lack of love and connection. And it's it's something that um, people need to really kind of go out of the way for. And like you, I mean, the rules are different all over the place, but when it were in the UK, it were like you could meet one person outside and go for walks and stuff like that. And people really need to utilize these these things to make sure they are getting some elements of love and connection in their life. Because like I said, there has been so much certainty that's been ripped away. You're listening to the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast, the show to hear tips and tricks about staying productive and having an awesome lifestyle as a remote worker. Proudly presented by Remote Compass and worldpodcasts.com. Now let's welcome your host, Alan Kaig. Alrighty, folks, this is your host, Alan of remotecompass.com. Today, we are chatting with one of the uh, three Adams of A-Game Consultancy. Hey, Adam. Hi, man. How are you doing? You okay? I'm great. And um, can, can you tell folks uh, a little bit about uh, yourself and the business? Yeah, of course. Um, my name's Adam Hindley. I'm, my background is physiotherapy, personal training. And during the lockdown, basically, uh, in January time, in the lockdown in the UK, uh, myself and the two other Adams decided that we were <laughs> going to come together and join forces as myself, a, like I say, a physiotherapist and personal trainer. One of the other ones is a nutritionist right. and the other one is a life and habit coach. So we we built A-Game Consultancy, which is a remote working business. Uh, we, we do a lot of our stuff, well, pretty much all of our stuff at the minute in one-to-one coaching and corporate work all online. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been like, it's been challenging definitely with like physiotherapy and personal training. A lot of people expect that to be an in-person thing. So to be able to de- develop the skills, to be able to take that completely online, uh, whilst working the, the, over the pandemic has been like a very stressful task a lot of the time. Right. <clears throat> Your team, do you get to see each other every once in a while or are they located in other cities and whatnot? Yeah, so we're all we're all based in Leeds in the UK. So um, we we see each other quite quite regularly. Like we at least probably about two days a week we actually meet up. But actually, all of our services are based on are based online, and primarily through the week we stay in contact via like Zoom or some form of video messaging system. I see. Do your clients are they mostly individuals or other businesses as well? Um, it's, it's a little bit of a split. It's kind of like a 50, 50 split, but, um, I'd say primarily at the minute we've been focusing a lot on uh, individuals as is like, I kind of the holiday season is over like here in the UK, like around August time is everyone goes on holiday. And then there's a lot of people wanting to get back into normal routines and actually really progress towards goals and stuff. So over September and October are normally really quite busy months for one-to-one. Uh, on that side of things but yeah we we primarily it's like a 50 50 split really with businesses and one-to-one i see how how do you um uh engage clients who 
have a uh, need that's typically satisfied through a face-to-face kind of arrangement. Um, have you found workarounds for um, servicing yeah. them remotely? Yeah, well, a big thing for us is that we, we, we offer a lot of different services. So a big thing for us is community. Like we believe that people need a community environment to, to thrive and to have accountability. And that is something that's obviously hard to do over the, uh, over the internet, but that's why where we do, uh, our, our program, basically our one-to-one coaching program in particular is primarily over an eight week period where every week we have group coaching. So we get everybody together on a zoom. And then throughout the week, we have a Facebook group, which people post in. And a big thing really to keep people engaged like that is, is community. And, um, like there are people that need like more one-to-one support, especially if like they say they've got a complicated injury when it comes to physio stuff. And I have kind of private practice clinics and contacts where I will refer people to, uh, if needed, especially in the health remit, you've got to have them other options available, but, um, Primarily, I'm, I've been amazed and all my clients have been amazed at how much work you can actually get done just by giving people the right advice and empire, empowering them with the right knowledge about certain topics. Right. Would you say that much of your engagement has more to do with prevention rather than cure? Uh, I'm I'm massive on that. I believe in that massively that prevention is by far uh, better than the cure. Uh, you want to make sure you're preventing it before it even happens. So yeah, it's like my my personal background. Like I specialize in biomechanics and mobility and the way the body moves. So uh, I've worked I've worked with from Olympic athletes going all the way down to your average Joes. So uh, there's a lot of the times it's rehab. So it's people that have have injured themselves. But a lot of the time it's prehab as well. Often the misconception, especially when it comes to injury rehab and stuff like that, is that uh, I need a massage, I need the hands-on treatment. And the hands-on treatment is is great for short-term relief. It gives you a little bit of benefit, whereas the big longer-term relief from um, a physio point of view comes from changing the muscular imbalances you might have in the body and uh, basically making sure that... Um, making sure that you're doing the right exercises to build stability and strength in specific areas. So they're, they're big things that I focus on personally with my online clients. And again, it's getting that empowerment of knowledge to know that like a massage might make you feel good for a little bit, but actually doing these exercises is what's going to fix you in the longer term. Right. So it's more of a lifestyle and behavior change rather than a quick fix. Yeah, definitely. And that's what the the A-game business is about. We always say that if you can get your mind right and you can focus on improving your mindset, then everything else is going to fall into place, especially from like a weight loss point of view and things like that. It's like if your goals aren't focusing on the right things and if you don't really get down to like the, the why of really wanting to change and doing that work around your mindset, then you're not necessarily going to be able to thrive and stay consistent in the longer term. So having the work done around your mindset with the the life coaching and habit creation coaching that we have in our business uh, is always great to combine kind of making sure you can make sustainable change in the longer term as well. So pairing the three areas of health, the mental, physical and internal health is, is really powerful like that as well as like when we brought it all together online. 
Can you share a bit more about um, those three areas? Did you say mental, physical, and internal? Yeah, yeah. So that they're the three areas of what a game works on. So uh, physical health is my stuff, obviously, like the the physio, the personal training style of things. The mental health is what the one of the Adam does, who is primarily like a life coach and a habit creation coach and just helps people kind of get out of their own way in a sense mentally and like working on internal dialogue the way that we talk to ourselves, uh, giving tips and tricks around dealing with anxiety and stress in day-to-day life and and then we have the nutritionist which focuses obviously on the internal health which is your diet and your nutrition so um if we believe that these are kind of like your three pillars of health Technically, there's four pillars of health, and the last one is sleep. But we believe if you can get your mental state, your um, mental state, your emotional state, and your physical state all in all in the right place, then your sleep's going to start to come a lot easier as well. Right. It sounds very timely, especially in the situation when uh, we had to change our lifestyles, and it's turning out that as um, the uh, pandemic situation evolves. Uh, this whole change uh, is turning out to be uh, more impactful and is taking longer than originally expected. What do you reckon are some of the biggest issues that remote workers uh, face today? Um, it's this is like this is it. Remote workers have have struggled with this a lot because we have six basic human needs, and everybody has um, some element of these six human needs, and one of them is uh, certainty. And we always want certainty. We want certainty that we can work. We want certainty so we've got we've got shelter and we've got roofs over our head. We've got certainty that we want food. Like these are things that everybody wants like in their life. They want the certainty. And this certainty has been ripped away. There's people losing the jobs all over the place. People don't know when they're going back to the office. People don't know um all the like they don't know kind of just different things that's gonna happen in their day to day life. Like, am I gonna be in lockdown? Can I go to the gym? Whatnot. So all these things that we were normally certain about that we could do has been taken away, which is um, which is really really tough. And a lot of people I, I know are struggling with this, especially in a working from home capacity. And one of his other human needs is also love and connection. And as much as we can work over Zoom and we can do all this kind of we can do like that, we're we're lacking love and connection because we're not seeing people in person. And we're not getting like the camaraderie that we'd normally get in the office. And people, especially that maybe live on their own and are forced to remote work, are going to be really struggling with this lack of love and connection. And it's it's something that um, people need to really kind of go out of the way for. And like you, I mean, the rules are different all over the place. But when it were in the UK, it were like you could meet one person outside and go for walks and stuff like that. And people really need to utilize these these things to make sure they are getting some elements of love and connection in their life. Because like I said, there has been so much certainty that's been ripped away. So how we combat this is by doing things that we can be certain about. Like I am certain that I can get up at this time and I can go on a walk because I know going on a walk is going to make me feel better. Um, if we, If I... If I do this and I have my water bottle with me, I'm certain that I can drink uh, two, three liters of water a day and that I know that I'm going to keep myself hydrated. is going to make myself feel better. I'm certain that I'm in control of the foods that I'm eating and it's it's creating certainty in areas where we wouldn't normally feel like we need it just to combat the amount of certainty that we've actually lost. 
Wow, great points. Um, about certainty, in a way, uh, is it fair to say that it doesn't matter so much what the answer is? Like, hey, are we going to be on lockdown or not uh, by next month? And and what matters more is having an answer, regardless of what the, that answer is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's it again, and it's like another. It's it's kind of it feels a little bit counterintuitive when you say it, but one of those human needs is certainty. And then one of the other human needs is variety, right. so uncertainty. Um, so it kind of works in itself. Like, like when people <laughs> go like, oh, um, oh, I love surprises. It's like, do you really love surprises? What if I said <laughs> a surprise that you've just lost your job from COVID? Like, that's not a good surprise, but here's a puppy is a great surprise. So it's like people don't, they like, they like the uncertainty that they want, basically. They like good right. uncertainty. They don't like the bad uncertainty. But even though it it is uh, it is still a human need, there's so much uncertainty around that. So it's the uncertainty around when will we be going back to work? When do we have an answer for for these situations? Um, what am I going to do about my emotional health? I can tell I'm putting on weight because I'm not exercising as much. What am I going to do about my physical health? There's so much uncertainty around that. And that's why, I, again, it's so important to create these these bits of certainty in yourself and taking control of the things that you can take control of. Given the uh, amount of unknowns and how the situation tends to very rapidly evolve, what are the few things that you reckon are under um, just about everyone's control, regardless of where they are in the world? So definitely the time you wake up on a morning uh, whether you sit in sit in and lull yourself in bed all day so um I'd, I'd really kind of like promote promote people try and develop some form of a morning routine so create something that you want to do whether that's reading a book whether that's doing a meditation it's practicing some gratitude maybe um going out on a walk or even just having a healthy breakfast like create some element of a morning routine that you'd like that you'd like to have because everybody's different everybody's morning routine is different but if you can create something that is going to make you want to get out of bed on a morning then that's going to be a great tool um to create some certainty and then again it's it's doing things within your day-to-day because you can be certain that you can eat healthy food and you can buy your healthy food in and we all know that food equals mood a lot of the time the foods you eat can contribute to your mental health and your mental state. So um, making sure that you're eating a healthy diet, that you're allowing yourself to do some form of exercise, whether it's um, whether it's like a yoga at home or it's going out for a run or a walk, whatever that may be. Um, especially in these lockdown times, it's, it, it's very hard to motivate yourself to do so, but you can have certainty and you can create certainty around these things, which I think is um, a really powerful tool for people to do. So, but main thing is just establish a little bit of potential, like a potential morning routine. Right. So um, regardless of uh, whatever the lockdown situation is, how your morning looks, because you're really going to wake up from your bed, no matter um how the regulations kind of change you can create a sort of consistency and start the day strong and feeling in control through some little bit of wins whether that's making your bed or taking a cold shower or preparing a healthy meal yeah of course that's it and like i have 
uh, what I call non-negotiables and suggestions for when, when it comes to helping people with their morning routines. And my non-negotiables are my phone isn't in my bedroom. My phone is outside mm-hmm. of my bedroom. Um, so I don't wake up and look at my phone first thing in the morning and go on social media uh, and let all my fam- all my followers and my family kind of straight into my bedroom, basically, as the first thing I do when I wake up. Um, I don't hit the snooze button. So a thing that's quite fortunate for me is that my office is next to my bedroom. So I keep my phone in my office and I can hear the alarm go off. But for uh-huh. some people, like, a workaround for this is to uh, get like a an alarm just like an analog alarm clock that don't really have the option to have a snooze button. And that's my point too, is don't hit the snooze button because there's some crazy statistics around this, that if you hit the snooze button once every day for a year, you, you lose two and a half days of your life. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy that. And um, yeah, so there's my two non, two non-negotiables. The third non-negotiable is drinking some water uh, especially first thing on the morning, it seems silly. It's like a health and wellness business going, yeah, just drink more water and you'll feel better. But it's um, it's just a really simple thing that people often uh, often don't do and they're often dehydrated, and especially after sleeping for eight hours. You wake up and you're um, you wake up and you because you haven't you haven't drank any water for so long, you you're going to be dehydrated. So. Uh, it's a really good thing to wake up and and drink plenty of water, and they're the main they're the main three non negotiables that I I'd say. Often people say make your bed. Um, me personally, when I wake up, my partner's still in bed, so I don't make it a lot of the time. Uh, but like the the idea really around that is that it's a, an easy task that you can tick off and you can win at the beginning of the day, and then um, yeah, like the optional stuff, like I mentioned before, the yoga, the uh, yoga, some stretching, some or just any form of exercise, a healthy breakfast, some meditation, a reading or an audio book, things like that. They're all great things to kind of get you into like a peak state to to start the day. Yeah, you, you know, these points, they might sound obvious, but a lot of health and wellness is about just uh, reminding yourself, discipline, um, staying consistent, uh, e- even if they sound so simple, it's about customizing the advice so it fits um, one's current reality. And um, the uh, smartphone uh, point, uh, that's a sort of big deal as uh, that's a reality for just about all of our listeners, regardless of where you are in the world. If you sleep next to your phone and uh, you allow your inbox, your pings, your dings to control how you sleep and, and uh, allow it to uh, set your agenda. The moment that you wake up in the day, it's really going to change your life and uh, creating rules around our relationship with technology, whether it's our smartphone or our work computer, those little things really make a difference and they add up as we um, engage with technology every single day. Yeah, hundred percent. And a, a big thing is it, it's like, I talked a lot about morning routine there, but your morning routine is is only ever as good as your night routine as well. And it, it's making sure that like certain things like you, you don't spend too much time on your phone on an evening, like say an hour or so before you go to bed. You want to be reducing the, the light exposure to your eyes because it stops them from settling down and getting ready to, to go into them deeper sleep cycles. So um, it's just taking a little bit of a little bit of time to be more wary about it. Do you really need to watch that? extra episode of something on netflix or can you you get to bed to start your morning routine a little bit better 
And these are all questions that are really, in the moment, it's really difficult for people to answer or it's not really difficult for people to answer because they know they should say yes. Yeah. It's really difficult. It's really easy for them to lie to themselves about it. Um, so it's it's just little little simple changes, and that's everything that we're about. Like one of our key mottos is simple solutions to your difficult problems, and wow. it is just they're all they're all just kind of little simple hacks. There's nothing major. There's nothing groundbreaking. There's no kind of this amazing new blue pill that you take that's going to make you the most productive person in the world. It's just nice and steady simple changes to your day-to-day life but having elements of that external accountability to hold you to it as well and we want to create it so it's like the end like the end of the day like the as our business what we say we do is we make people happier we make people live the life that they want to live and be happier about it and especially in like the times that we've had we've had so many of the things that make us happy ripped away that it's good to do some internal work to actually find happiness in yourself rather than needing so much external external help, uh, stimulus for happiness as well. Right. Yeah. So, so our health, our internal well-being. Um, I, I also want to hear a bit more from you about uh, what you pointed out earlier regarding uh, relationships and, um, uh, and having a social connection but what are some tips you can share with our listeners, especially those who are living uh, alone at home? Yeah, so this is this is one of the, the hardest things about the, the lockdown, and it's one of the things that's been really tough. And obviously, like I say, the rules are different in different places. But yeah. I think in the majority of places, you can meet up with one person and do something like a walk. Um, and I think that that's been a rule that you can kind of do throughout. And if you can, you really need to take advantage of that, especially if you're um, living on your own, because as much as like Zoom calls and calls with family and whatnot and friends is going to give you a little bit of that love and connection, it's, it is really, it's, it's, it is a time where it's really tough. And my main, my main tip around it has got to be just to really, um, if you can do things obviously within your rules, and you can meet people and you can do um you can do a walk with someone and actually have like a genuine conversation with them like ask them how are you doing are you okay like is everything all right with you and actually care about the answer don't just give the the answer that everybody gives like yeah mate i'm good thanks how are you it's like if you're not like have that genuine open conversation with them and it's always the the saying of a problem a problem shared is a problem halved is is so it couldn't be more true so and it's the same with other people if you're meeting a friend that maybe you feel or you might get a sign that might be um struggling with the mental health a little bit then um then ask them like how are you doing are you okay and if they go yeah yeah i'm good mate i'm good and they go no no are you, are you actually all right how, how is everything how are you dealing with the lockdown how are you dealing with everything um and actually asking that question like asking it once is almost like taking the armor off and asking it again is actually like getting down to the root of it. And you can actually really have a genuine conversation about how someone is actually feeling. Right. How much do you reckon can be uh, replaced or supplemented by uh, doing that online through zoom calls, uh, chats and whatnot? What can online communication replace and uh, how would you describe the extent that it can reach? 
So I think it, it definitely has its place and it definitely helps. But I don't think when it comes to getting, because this is almost like it seems a little bit more contradic- contradictory on the fact that I do all of my working sessions based online. But um, but yeah, it's like I'm not, when I'm working with my own clients, I'm not necessarily necessarily targeting their human need of love and connection. They need that from like the closer friends and family rather than me being their coach. Um, so like they need, they need to be reaching out to the friends and family to get that more in-person connection because it's just, like I say, it's just a human need that we need and actually getting that, um, like being around other people is so much better than having it in a virtual capacity a lot of the time. And, um, again, it's, I say it's not e- like none of this is simple at these times. Sorry. None of this is easy in these times. It all sounds simple. But it's none of it is easy in these times as well, and it can be it can be quite um, lacking. You can lack a lot of motivation to actually reach out to a um, to friends and family, or like to actually do anything because you're kind of stuck in that bubble of home, remote working, and being in your being by yourself and being in your own uh, your own circle. So it's I think it it is it is tough. Like I say, none of it is none of it is easy, but it's about taking a little bit of a step outside of your comfort zone and looking at um how is my current situation serving me right now and do i need to change it and if i do need to change it what is it that i need to change right that's a great point adam um one thing that folks have to realize is your uh different relationships they don't have to fulfill everything all of your needs like your work relationship that doesn't have to be your source of love and connection you getting a coach, they don't have to fulfill your your maybe a work or physical, whatever else that we get out of relationships. So it's important to have multiple circles and just to be mindful of all of our different needs, the different aspects, um, the pillars that you described. And uh, just because you have a re- one relationship doesn't mean that this single relationship should satisfy all everything all all of the different aspects yeah well like i say like the the six human needs that we all we all crave and that we all need is um certainty uncertainty or variety we want growth we want love and connection we want significance and we want contribution so these are the six things that every person craves in their life so we want to contribute something so we want to be part of a friendship circle we want significance, so we want to be part, like we want to be seen as a an active person. We want to be liked within that friendship circle. We want growth, whether that's in finances, whether that's in work. We want to be growing as a person, whether that's personally and doing self-development things. We want that element of growth. Um, love and connection coming from friends and family. We want that uncertainty because everybody wants variety in their life and wants to try new things and to... Um, progress in that way of like we don't all all go to the same restaurant and order the same food all the time because we want variety in our life but we do want the constants of like shelter knowing that I'm going to get food knowing that I'm going to get finances and money and we want them things as well so um, everybody craves or needs all of these six things but just in an uncertain variety of what lockdown is we have lost a lot of these things so we need to make sure that where we can, we're taking control and ownership of this and actually setting ourselves up to really thrive in these lockdown situations and not just survive and get by. 
Yes. And um, those different aspects, we, we get them from different sort of endeavors like uh, people are complex. Uh, life is, uh, as a whole, not simple. Like there are times when we want certainty. There are times when we're craving surprises. But at the end of the day, it's about practicing the simple little things like drinking your water, uh, connecting with your family, um, uh, having another focus endeavor that's uh, going to serve your uh, business needs or w- whatever else might be. Yeah, that's that's it, mate. That's 100% creating the certainty around the things in your life that you can control. So like you say, drinking the water, whether you're working on that side hustle, de- dedicating some time towards that and uh, reaching out, making sure that you're making an effort to reach out to friends and family. All of them things you touched on there are all kind of the perfect, the bang on for things that where people can take back certainty in their life. This has been great, Adam. I'd like to ask you, what one thing has your work taught you about working from home and uh, dealing with this entire situation that um, is often overlooked but has to be emphasized? Um, it's accountability. Accountability is massive. Like. Um, everybody, like I mentioned it before a little bit, but, uh, you are the only person you can't lie to because you know the truth, but you are also the easiest person to lie to because you can tell yourself, oh, I didn't, I don't need to do any exercise today or whatever, or I don't need to drink that water or I can't really be bothered doing that. So, um, I'll say that again, you are the easiest person. You are the only person you can't lie to, but you're also the easiest person to lie to. So having some form of external accountability in these times, whether that is uh, a family member, whether that is uh, a friend, whether that is a coach or someone like that, that accountability to hold you towards goals that you want to achieve for your happiness is going to be crucial. It's a massive, massive thing. So uh, it's, it's so, I mean, I could do a whole talk for 20, 20, 30 minutes on why accountability is important, but internal accountability doesn't work because of the the reasons about lying to yourself that i mentioned before um it'll only last when you're motivated and the accountability will go away when you're not motivated when dedication has to kick in but when you're gonna when you're gonna potentially let someone else down then that is um a big thing that is is something that's a driving force for a lot of people so getting someone external to you to hold you accountable to your goals is so important Sounds great. So many of the answers sound super simple, but they're easier said than done. Yeah, so true. Like I say, simple solutions to your difficult problems, but at the same time, everything I'm saying is simple, but it's not easy. That's correct. All right, Adam, how can the audience learn more about yourself and the business? Yeah, so uh, we're we're on on all platforms, whether that's LinkedIn, Instagram, Instagram, basically they're the they're the main two social medias uh, that you'd want to look for it's just a game consultancy and you can go to our website agameconsultancy.com and uh, we'd also love to have as many of you as you can if you do really want like i say a group of like-minded people a community full of people to hold yourself accountable to then uh, you can join our facebook group as well that is bring your a game on facebook but i'm sure i can send you over a link to put in the description or the show notes Sounds great. We're we're dropping the links in the show now. Awesome. Awesome. 
Thanks for listening to the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any of our upcoming or prior episodes. This show is presented by Remote Compass and worldpodcasts.com.